Hi, welcome back. Sorry about the wait. I've been really, really busy. My message in this episode is that the world is more beautiful and significant than we can possibly begin to realize. If we could truly comprehend the immensity of what's happening all around us and in us at all times, and what it took for us to get here, we would be in a state of ecstatic amazement. But we can't comprehend all of that. The reality of it is just beyond all human realizing or believing. And that's okay. I'm just saying that anytime you're feeling so low that you really need a lift, it can be comforting to sit back, forget about yourself for a while, and try to just marvel at the magnitude of what this world is, what it takes for all of this to happen, and how truly shocking it is that any of this is even possible at all. Reality itself, with its boundless possibility and unspeakable elegance, is the most profound and awesome thing imaginable. That all of this being gets to exist, no matter what comes, is a gift beyond comprehension. Simply trying to realize this more fully is a spiritual act, an act of humble, selfless appreciation that gets us more in touch with our own essence, the original home we came from and live in. We should always strive to live in gratitude for this gift, even if it isn't easy and even if it doesn't come naturally. Through living in gratitude, we grow love in our hearts and spread it in others, the meaning of life. I say all of this in the belief that your perspective on the world dictates how you experience and react to the world, and that determines how your life will turn out to the extent that you can influence it. Therefore, if you change your perspective, you change your life. The rest of this episode is the audio from my YouTube video, In Spite of Everything, the World is Miraculously Beautiful. Sorry about recycling video content if you've already seen it. I think there are probably a lot of people that listen to this that haven't. I have been working on a new episode, but like I said, I've been really busy, so look for that in the next couple of weeks. Thanks for listening. We spend a lot of our time fixated on what's wrong in the world, which honestly makes a lot of sense right about now. There's a lot that's wrong in the world. However, we often can't reach a moment of peace and relaxation without soon becoming self-conscious of our own personal contentment and remembering all the bad things out there, all the problems that would need to be solved in order for us to finally return back to this state of harmony and actually enjoy it without reservations. I'd say that it's all well and good to be realistic about the harsh parts of life and to use distress as a motivation to go out and try to make the world or ourselves better, but if we can never step away from this nagging discomfort, we're doing ourselves the disservice of completely missing the bigger picture. It would be great if we could all give ourselves five minutes a day to completely drop any burdens we carry and entirely forget about the bad stuff, just vanish it from our awareness. Not as a way of hiding from the truth or disavowing our responsibilities, but as a basic act of compassion towards ourselves. Here I want to talk about a small inkling of this bigger picture, something nice to think about when the angst of living in this world piles up too high. Remember that by simply changing your viewpoint, that pile can instantly appear the size of a mote of dust, too small to threaten anyone or anything. What it all comes down to is this. We should always try to remember that the world is miraculously beautiful, more so than we could ever possibly imagine. The content of existence is deeper and grander than even the most enlightened humans in history could glimpse. The true nature of reality is just infinitely, unthinkably beyond the bounds of human perception. We can know that this is true without actually experiencing the immensity of its significance by simply observing what we do know. Here you sit, a mountainous intricacy of trillions of cells, each themselves unimaginably complex in their behavior and makeup. Let's stop right there. Trillions of cells fill that little space you occupy. 
faithfully replicating your DNA, replicating themselves. We know this fact to be true, but it's simply impossible to hold the full content of this truth in mind. To imagine the actual cascade of electrochemical interactions which lead to the formation of a single molecule of protein is light years beyond our feeble brain power. And not only this, but light years beyond the most sophisticated computer modeling we could achieve, even if every computer in the world were linked together and dedicated to this task. I mean, this isn't to say that we can't picture a simplified image in our heads of balls coming together to form a protein, or that our computers can't do so with more precision. But that to envision the intricate warpings of the electromagnetic field, the countless photons released and their dizzying network of trajectories, the tension and release of energy in the electrons, and all the subtle particle interactions therein which science has yet to discover, it's all of essentially boundless complexity, not simplifying a jot by zooming in on it in space and time. This single cellular act is a more complex process than we could ever hope to fully hold in mind, and yet it occurs throughout this cell, and throughout its trillions of counterparts billions of times each day, altogether adding up to many sextillions of new proteins. Sextillions! You likely haven't heard that word lately, but those are the kinds of numbers which describe the reality of your actual body's existence right now and always. For example, there are sextillions of friendly H2O molecules in every sip of water you take. For context, if you were to wake up every day and do nothing but count for 15 hours straight, like Jeremy Harper did for three months to count to one million, then to count to one sextillion, you would have to spend a million years counting. And then you'd have to repeat that million years of counting 250 million times more. This ridiculous, cacophonous riot of numerousness absolutely boggles our little minds. And yet there they are. Trillions of sextillions of atoms swarming all around you and in you all the time, in a balanced logical dance of perfection beyond anything humanly conceivable. And this is only looking on the micro-scale of our bodies from day to day. Our familiar realm of meters and seconds is infinitesimal in the grand scheme of things. Think about the cascade of happenings which had to occur to bring these atoms together in the symphony of coordinated activity that is one of your cells. Each bit of energy has its own 14 billion year history time spent swirling in galactic dust clouds, sucked into stars, cycled and fused in nuclear reactions into higher elements, exploded out in supernova, floating through light years of space and eons of time to coalesce into the earth before being taken up in your body. And think not only of the atoms' journeys, but also the information wound up in your DNA. Every single one of your ancestors throughout four billion years of earthly life survived long enough to reproduce, and filled an entire lifetime with unique experiences. Think of all the harrowing close calls, all the drama and adventure, the sacrifice and the heart that it took for the entirety of your direct progenitors to make it. All those unique personalities and selfhoods are hidden right there in the mists of the past, all the moments of panic and desperation, all the triumphs and all the joys. In reality, you aren't a brand new life, separate from all of these, but simply a new cycle, a unique bud on a continuous thread of life that's been alive since the very beginning of earthly life. I mean, think about it. You grew out of a fertilized cell which was already alive before you were here. Your parents each grew out of a living fertilized cell. Same for their parents, same for theirs, and back and back. There's no break in the continuous span of living that brought our single-celled primordial ancestors all the way through history to your life right now. And all of this is only one lineage out of all the trillions out there on Earth. And the Earth is only one particularly beauteous jewel in an infinite sea of stars and planets. Even if all earthly life were eradicated by a meteor tomorrow, never to arise again, in the grand scheme of things, this would be no more tragic than trees losing their leaves in autumn. The death of any bloom of life can never kill life itself. 
In the vastness of existence, there is an eternal abundance of possibility for life to arise and for it to unfold in an impossibly broad array of manifestations. If you could catch even the merest glimpse of the infinite breadth of existence, all the way out to all the countless universes and all the way down to your very experience in this moment, you couldn't help but laugh or weep or both. It's all so unthinkably beautiful in its cosmic, unlimited complexity and interwovenness. If you could really know, the knowing, the awe, would be godlike. You get to exist! What a miraculous fact that is! And not only you, the universe gets to exist. How ludicrously fortunate this is. All the possibility which falls out of energy behaving according to the laws of physics, with results like ocean waves, stars, fire, music, joy and love, fear and violence, imagination, dreams, and countless things unknown and unimagined. All of this just gets to play out. Everything is more beautiful than we dare to imagine, more beautiful than we can dare to imagine. At least, this is true when we're considering the grand scheme of things. This viewpoint in no way negates the harsh side of reality. When a loved one dies, that's the furthest thing away from being more beautiful than we can possibly imagine. From the inside of a human life looking out, it can feel all but impossible to see our lives in the perspective of the grand scheme of things. Even so, it's valuable to try and reframe our problems in the knowledge that reality is bigger than our eyes can see, bigger than our minds can think, even if we can't fully grasp the immensity of this truth, it's comforting to know that it is true, because it suggests that ours is a reality more sublime and more profound than human minds can comprehend. Similarly, it suggests that our worries and existential angst are less dire than we can comprehend. In any case, this higher viewpoint should remind us that gratitude in the face of hardship is often the most useful and proper response, even if it doesn't come easy.